pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left, Britain's favourite video game radio show. My name is Steve Kine. Hello, I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. We are back, 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 and I've got the cough this week. Uh, I've still got the cough. Simon? Uh, reasonably cough-free. Okay, good. Just as we're reasonably guest-free. Uh, that's true. I saw you just discussing that with uh, during the show transition. What happened? Well, what happened last week was uh, Louis Schaefer, who's the uh, presenter of the uh, preceding show, said that his, he reminded us that his son wanted to come on the uh, radio show. I said, Can you bring him on next week? I said, we don't have a guest. He said, no problem. And that's said, a formal agreement. It is a formal agreement. It's, it's, it's in a business it's a verbal context, contract. Yeah, yeah. Verbal contract. And, um, and then I said, if you can't make it, email team at onelifelove.com right and uh, and I'm always there on hand to do that yeah and uh, we didn't receive an email today so we assumed I did a speculative tweet earlier just a little a little nudge just hey you know remember it's going to make our transitions awkward from now on isn't it yeah let's agree to go on his show next week yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then just turn up at seven and go. Oh, sorry. Right. I, I, so we, I'm going to try and find a guest. Gonna Quickly. Try and find a guest. How are you, Anne? Um, all right. I've got a bit of a cold. Mm, Still, no. Just means uh, performing on less than Good. ideal. I know you missed Mario yeah, on I Friday. Did. Um, but yeah, I spent a lot of Friday coughing, which I don't think is great when you've got microphones around. Do you think it's fresh as flu? Yeah. I think it's fresh as flu, uh, isn't a, it? A few weeks ago, we did walk down um, Borough High Street, which is where Residence mm. FM is. You can send us uh, gifts if you want in the post. Um, and there were loads of freshers around, and I think I must have picked it up from... Just walking past them, maybe not yeah. even not even being at school. I didn't learn anything. Well, I've been teaching some of them literally oh, today. Patient zero. Well, I'm not patient zero because I've got your patient one? your patient zero. So I'm mm-hmm. just saying, you know, I've made some contact. I I can't believe I didn't catch it from them and did catch it from you. It's not on. 
Right, I put one uh, one call out already. I, actually, I do know what I do know for a fact. If, if these guys aren't around, um, Austin last... Marshall. No, I know that Charles Cecil's in on his own tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I do know that. So. How do you know that? I, did, you... I spoke to him earlier. I spoke to him earlier. Send you a sexy text. He just <laughs> gave me a call earlier. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what text he did send me earlier uh, last week. He was on a plane, and the plane was about to take off, and he was still texting. Ooh. Oh, I've just blown something. I said I promised I wouldn't tell. <laughs> It's the sort of behaviour that my wife gets furious with, and she really likes Charles, so I'm, af- I'm afraid oh. that this new information... What, that he was still texting while still the texting, was about yeah. to take off? Yeah, yeah, Maybe Even I was disgusted. Matt, but he's, isn't he a, a knight or something? They might have special permission. <laughs> yeah. I think you're thinking also, of uh, Jason Kingsley. If you're, if you're travelling first class, you do what you want. Can you? OK, right, cool. Well, let's see then. If, uh, if these guys don't respond, then we're, maybe let's bother Charles Cecil. We could say that we're the, we're the air police. <laughs> you fancy it? I don't know. The Civil Aviation Authority. All uh-huh. right. Scants, are you ready? Sure. Okay, me You're too. You're not ready. <laughs> no, no, I, I was, I'm 100% ready. For on Monday the 16th of October, I'm Anne Scanthabry and this is the news. The UK government will have to respond to an online petition calling for gambling laws to include gambling in video games which target children. The petition, which now has over 11,000 signatures, says gambling in video games mostly involves loot boxes where players use virtual currency, often bought with real money, to earn in-game items often worth less than what they paid, sometimes more. Hence, it's gambling. Uh, It wants mechanics like loot boxes included in legislation. However, the Gambling Commission has said it doesn't view these mechanics as gambling as they have no real-world value and therefore regulatory boards don't need to include a disclaimer on games. But that's not true. They do have a real-world value, don't they? These items do exchange hands, uh, you know... In the real world? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is eBay the real world? I don't don't know, but people... You know, people get excited about some, but, but yeah, and... but not on, not on all. I don't know. In uh, in Battlefront, that was a, the, the, it's Battlefront and um, Shadow of Mordor. The people are a bit grumpy about at the moment, aren't they? Because they both they're both games that didn't have loot boxes, but do have loot boxes. And actually, mm. if you read the original Tolkien, it does refer <laughs> to the loot boxes. I think it was. Is in that the what Hobbit. they kept the ring in? Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's it, it absolutely is gambling. It seems like it to me. I think it's a fair description, and I think it, I think it should be legislated. But somebody said, "Well, what do you, what do you then do about uh, about the panini stickers? Legislate them. It's gambling. <laughs> Is it gambling? Yes, gambling? Don't they come with cigarettes? <laughs> Sadly, not anymore. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. So it's, it's got over ten thousand. So the government has yeah, to respond. To. But to be fair, the government doesn't really respond. No, they don't. They just, just goes, say we've we've read it and we're not interested. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was another uh, MP who is asking two additional questions in a similar vein on a constituent's behalf. So this is sort of coming from a couple of different angles, but yeah, it feels like maybe it, it's going to have to be something slightly more than an eleven thousand signature online petition to really. Have get you added your name to it? Uh, no, not yet, because I still don't fully understand loot boxes. But also, if you can buy them in virtual currency, is that? Does that just like you should just you should just grind and get your VC? Well, that's yeah, that's the issue, isn't it? You can't when you're doing a radio show. But um, yeah, it's, if they were only VC, then you, they'll be yeah. But it's the fact that you can buy your VC with RC, isn't it? It's complicated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
A former Naughty Dog employee has spoken about allegations of sexual harassment while working at the developer. David Ballard posted a statement on Twitter saying, In late 2015, I was sexually harassed at Naughty Dog by a lead. My work environment became extremely toxic afterwards. In February 2016, I had a mental breakdown at work and Sony PlayStation HR became involved. When I told them about the harassment, they ended the call and fired me the next day. They tried to silence me by offering $20,000 if I signed a letter agreeing to the termination as well as not to discuss it with anyone. I declined to sign. There was a, resp- um, a post went up on Naughty Dog in response to this, yes. which was very strange, wasn't it? Because it didn't agree to investigate this at all. Yeah. It just seemed to go... D- we've never seen anything about this. Yeah, which, w- which was odd in the current climate, I thought. Yes. Why do we... Yeah, I d- it just seemed... I d- Surely, uh, given everything that's going on in the world, you would do your best to get to the bottom of any allegations, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think so. Or at least you'd want to be seen to be doing something about that and it was so obviously there's um a lot uh, going on in the film industry at the minute and um david did actually reference back to that and said you know all these uh women who are coming out now and saying that they um experienced sexual harassment and abuse um he felt that he wanted he felt that they were incredibly brave and was given the courage to come out and uh, give his own story so then the response to that has been well we don't actually have any records of that and obviously we you know there was the some platitudes in there about um harassment is an inappropriate behavior don't have any place at naughty dog um all of those kinds of things but it doesn't actually take it any further it just goes oh we don't is, is he asking for anything, or is he just making a statement saying this happened and I believe it's important to people for people to speak out in, about this? In that thing? initial statement, he's not asking for mm-hmm. anything. He, he, In fact, he's saying, you know, I'm not going to let this stop me. Um, I've right. been out of work since then, but I'm not going to... What he says is... Um, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. I will not let anyone kill my drive or love for the video game industry, my passions or life. Which is like, you know, that's... Uh, a really good attitude to have and isn't saying I want them to burn and I want you know I want justice it's just going this this happens I think that um, it is a very very brave thing to do to speak out about these things Uh, especially within the video game industry where the climate of people reacting to things like this is driven you know by a lot of uh, very well reported hate mobs Mm. Um, so it's it's difficult to you know, uh, to just brush off these uh, sort of allegations because why would anyone want to put themselves in the, you know, in the, the visible line of mm. the sort of mobs that we've we've seen and reported on over the last, you know, 10 years? I don't know. It's, you know, it's a terrible story. Yeah, it's um horrible. And hopefully something more will come out of this just than sort of uh, platitudes and brushing it off. Oculus is launching a standalone VR headset next year. Mark Zuckerberg announced the Oculus Go at Oculus Connect. The Oculus Go will be pretty lightweight and won't need a PC or mobile to run. And it'll cost $199, making it cheaper than the Oculus Rift. Now for the stats, it'll have integrated audio, so no headphones needed. Next-gen lenses giving a wide field of view with significantly reduced glare and a fast-switch LCD display with... 2560 by 1440 resolution. Oh, that. Which sounds very resolute. Is that per eye? Uh, you've got to imagine that it is... Wait, do you have... Wait, no, because you have a full screen, so it's not... Well, you've been you've been looking at the uh, teardowns, haven't you? Because inside them is a full screen. It's essentially a Samsung tablet. 
put your one eye looks at one bit of it and your other eye looks at the other bit. And that's how it's 3D. So maybe it's that's how eyes work. Yeah. Mm, apparently. <laughs> Look at that bit. Look at that bit. Um, uh, so uh, it's what's it doing? Is it streaming from a PC still then? Isn't it just a PC in it? Well, that's what Steve and I were talking about before you arrived, actually. Oh, and what conclusions did you come to? Well, we said, we, if anyone's going to know, we said, it'll be Anne. Let's just wait you for don't the need, news. Bounce a feature highly. Just, it just goes, don't need an extra PC. It's fine. Okay. So no so wires. No wires, but with a screen in it. So the cheap um, headsets, the mm-hmm. $99, £79 um, Google Daydream and Gear VR, mm-hmm. you shove your phone in those. Yeah. That's the hardware. Yeah. So this will come with hardware in it. In it. But what, so where will you load your games? Let's imagine that you will, that you will do it through your headset. It's <laughs> even more virtual reality, isn't it? Um, it yeah. seems like a, a pretty incredible price point. Are for you looking it up this? on the internet now? Are you doing something I'm, else? I'm looking it up on the internet. Okay. Good, thanks, yeah. Good to fact check these <laughs> Okay. So what I did then yep. was oh, say, yeah. it seems like a pretty incredible price, so you guys yeah, could, chat about, that, could chat about that, and then I could... But all, all ours is going to be a speculation one yeah. we could throw to you for the hard <laughs> fact. If you, me if you start being out. less interested in what we're up to over here and carry on doing what but you're paid to do... I'm just reading out in can, Gadget. Okay. Do you want me to do that? Yes, please. Okay, Nicole Lee writes... No. That's your... <laughs> Okay, even the VR industry beginning to splinter. We have blah, blah, blah. You see, I'm just trying to get to the actual yeah. facts. Oh, stuff. One nine nine. Okay, mm. the I last was the Oculus. It's attractively priced, uh, as, as Anne and I were just discussing. Yes. She has the same DNA as the Gear VR. Apps for the Gear VR should be compatible with the Go. It's with Android then. Mm, it seems like it might be. Uh, Is it just like having a phone, like a permanent phone in there? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oculus has Mm. said the Go is also powered powered by Android. Yeah, you know, that was. There you go. I I deduced that. You don't need an extra phone because it's basically just put one in there. Yeah, it's got a tablet in it, and then you'll load up some APKs from the Oculus. In fact, yeah, because the Gear VR's got the Oculus Store on it, hasn't it? Yeah. So it's Gear VR. And it's made it to to third place in our news. Because it's twice as expensive. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) The founders of Riot Games are leaving behind their managerial roles to go back to making games. Brandon Beck and Mark Merrill started the company 11 years ago and have spent that time making League of Legends huge. Now they want to go back to what they love doing by moving to positions that allow them to focus on creating incredible experiences for players. No news yet on what they'll be working on, but they've said they want to put the S into Riot Games, so presumably something new. We're now trying to put the S into One Life Left, but to be honest, it doesn't really make sense. It's a modest uh, goal, isn't it? Yeah. To create something incredible for gamers. Just. I said I had to do that with Bangman. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for them. Yeah, well done. That's nice. Life atop the ivory tower wasn't doing it for them. Although climb back down. I keep thinking though, it's going to be awkward if you're working on a team with it. So they come back in just as regular devs. They're just regular devs sitting around on, in the dev team. <laughs> I don't know what they like desks. Probably De- death. Probably. Deving. Deving. Yeah. Deving away. And then and then the person next to them goes, oh, God, they don't give us much holiday here, do they? And then they're like, well, now, let me tell you about yeah. that. So it's just going to, you know, potentially create a slightly awkward working environment. 
if they're just working side by side, which they won't be. Have you ever played League, Anne? Nah. Have you ever played it, Simon? No, we were going to have a young person on to talk about that this evening, weren't we? Louis Schaefer's yeah. son. Apparently he likes that sort Does of thing. Really? Yeah, I've never played it. We could have, we could have, we could have uh, gone to him now, and he could have yeah. added some context and some flavour. Have you ever tried to watch it or anything like no, that? It's, it's not for me. Doesn't make any I sense. I saw some. Uh, okay. There was um, a, uh, a, a digital publication where the front cover was: Should esports be an Olympic sport? No. No is no. the answer. Easy. No. Did no sport. <laughs> well, and uh, should esports be an Olympic sport? Ah. Well, but, but anyway, anyway, sorry, I don't think the game should be in the Olympics, but it was an odd question. It's like, so, well, what, all of these things, because they're e-sports. But that's true, isn't it? Because you would say, you'd say archery is a, an Olympic sport, but there are lots of different sorts of archery in the Olympics. Yeah, what about triathlon? Well, it's not archery. No, that's not... Okay. <laughs> but what I'm saying ask me, is they, ask bracket, me another. <laughs> <laughs> they bracket, like, wider genres of sports into, you know, so you... But they're sports sports, not League of Legends, are they? It's darts. Should darts be in the Olympics? That's a very good question, isn't it? It's. I mean, it is a sport. I do think it's a sport, isn't it? Well, of course it is. Just because you can drink doing it. What about? <laughs> I mean, it's the perfect sport, and that's better than tennis in that sense because that's very difficult. While you're swimming. What, what about? What about? What about wee darts? Well, of course Ooh. not. Why not? Well, because you know, it's it's uh, if the object of darts is to throw a physical, okay, it's okay, to judge okay. the, you know, the, the, it's it's affected by real world okay. gravity. No, I'm, I agree. What, what about should to... shooting be an Olympic sport? It is an Olympic it sport, is. quite. Yeah, but what's the object there? You're the shooting. The clues in so the title. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, should time crisis then? No. Why not? Because it's not. It's not. It's uh, It's it's a plastic. It's not shooting, is it? It's turning a torch on and off, <laughs> or or however they work. All right. All right. That's how they used to work. Um. So we did go and see some esport. We did. Or an esport. We went to an esport. The fancy um, one. And that uh, definitely opened up our knowledge and experience. We're now able to talk as people who've been to. Oh, I sound like experts. Yeah, you really do sound yeah. like experts. Seen it. So that's great. So <laughs> should we try and go and see a? We should go and see League, shouldn't we? Do we they should, do it in it's be a bit more. Lon- Do they do it in London? Like, I don't want to travel too far. I don't think they do it as part of that thing that we were at. No, but, but we should find out. Do must... you still have the email address? Do you know what I chucked it away the other day? Why did you do that? <laughs> just... One in, How... one out with that, isn't it? On email addresses, yeah. <laughs> you have to get a new one. How much space was it? <laughs> exactly. okay. It was in my pocket, and then it was just on the table, and it was just sitting there. Did you burn I it? Ne- I have honestly, in my life of getting people's business cards, I have never used one. Why should this one be any different? <laughs> well, Why? Did ironically, you, did you save yours? It's somewhere. I don't know where it is. It's probably in your pocket. It's where mine was. Okay. It's in the bin now. <laughs> And finally, things are about to get retro cool with the return of the Tamagotchi. Too young to know what a Tamagotchi is? Firstly, oh no. Secondly, it was a little plastic egg-shaped device with three buttons and a tiny pet inside that you had to keep alive by feeding it, playing with it, taking it to the toilet and telling it off. At some point, you would probably forget about it and it would die. The new Tamagotchis will be out in North America this November and will be 60% smaller, so you're even more likely to lose or forget about them. Get ready because they're really gonna Tamaget your heart. At what point does Ofcom get alerted? <laughs> it's okay. I think the clock was ticking loud enough. Okay. Uh, I, I remember queuing up for Tamagotchi. I did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and we went together in our <laughs> short trousers. Wait, how old were you? Where, yeah. where were you queuing? Uh, Bournemouth. I was Bournemouth. Ke- Toys R Us. No, it, well, I, I think it was yeah, Toys R Us in <coughs> Finchley. Mine was Toys R Us in Stockport. Oh, was that the other one? Do you know what happened that day? Uh, no, that may have been a furry. 
happened. Uh, Furby. It's the day of the. <laughs> not where I come. <laughs> Thank you up for this special. Day of the Mars landings. Because I remember a, a parent in the queue behind me going, "Bloody Mars landing! We can land on Mars, and here we are shopping for a robot." They were from Stockport. Right, That's okay. more Wigan, really. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, I don't. I don't what, sorry. What? What? What year did they appear? They were like l- late nineties, two thousands. I think it was probably ninety. Seven. They were pretty basic, though, weren't they? They were very basic. And so, are these just going to be smaller? They're going to have the same yeah, functionality, same, smaller. I mean, but but that, the that, that wasn't what anybody asked for, did they? They didn't say, "Oh, this is really good. We just wish it was smaller." What they said no. was, "Actually, this is a little bit boring. Can also, it do more?" Sixty percent smaller is and it's tiny, a lot tiny, smaller. Yeah, I remember as a child. Which I was. <laughs> I had very tiny hands, and it even felt small in my ha- my tiny child's hands. What did they think of it uh, up north, where you th- were about the size of them? Were they too too big for witchcraft? The- <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess it's probably got more functionality. It must have a better screen because screens like that yeah. are probably quite hard hard to come by. But nobody retro. asked for this. No. Retro. No. Still. Twentieth anniversary. That's why it's coming. Oh, okay. We should get some, shouldn't we? We, we definitely will. should. <laughs> Too many, Steve. Is you that can... it? That's it. I did she my own dance to the, your bed of music, will she? She stopped. No, I'm you can't done. make her do more. And finally, yeah. ended on a killer joke. Yeah. <laughs> the clock was ticking. <laughs> yeah. You know it's done. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry. Yes or no, Steve? (laughs) Can't put the music up without answering the question. I didn't hear it. I said, did I offend anybody? Not as far as I'm aware. Okay, good. Uh, This is uh, One Life Left in Residence 104.4 FM. That was Candlevax and Hide Your Tigers. We don't have any guests. We don't. We're trying to get hold of Charles Sessler right now. I wonder what Charles is up to right now. Oh, he's offline with voice messaging, is what Skype says. Okay. Uh, we won't be talking to him then. Oh, that's disappointing. Well, hold on. Why has he turned off Skype if he's on, <laughs> in on his own? The curtains are drawn. <laughs> I wonder if he slipped off his shoes. <laughs> Come on, let's just try ringing him. 
Uh, right, can you put the computer up? Because we, we, it's calling. No, chat. It's yeah, calling. sorry. Call there, we go. there we go. Tell him not to swear. You know what he's like. <laughs> Old potty mouth Cecil. Oh, I bet long goes straight through to his voicemail. He, he's answered. Or is he hung up? Hello? Hello? Charles? Charles. No, 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 I haven't hung, no, I haven't hung up. <laughs> you're li- you are live on the radio. Not, you're li- not just not quickly, quickly, very quick. Very you quickly, are, you Charles. are. You're literally live. We've been let down. Um, oh, I'm so proud. I'm so proud. We've been let down by a guest. Uh, and uh, I, and I, I, told the, I told the gang that you were in on your own tonight. <laughs> so, so what? I am. I am in on that. It's so exciting. What? You know, I've got the, I've got the night off. <laughs> so, so what? Are, are you, are you wearing any shoes? But, but don't tell. Look, but. <laughs> No, no, no! I've just, I've just, I've just come back from from the most fantastic burger. I have to say, at Byron's. I mean, I'm ashamed to say, but 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 um. But well, did you have, did you have the special you Byron know, sauce? That's a secret between you and me. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you went for dinner on your own at a Byron? No, no, no! I didn't. Jack didn't come. I'm not that sad. No, 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 no! I went with my friend Yost. Okay, Yost. How is he? God. What do you, do you think I am? What? Do you think, do you think we, we are live on air? I can't tell you. Nobody else to go out okay. with. No, 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 no. It's just you told me that you had the night off. Uh, so how are things going with you, Charles? I, I, do you know, they're, they're all the better, Simon, for having a chance to talk to you and your wonderful audience. Um, they're, they're going well, thank you. We're working on a new game and everybody asks us what it is. And it's, it's, it's it, uh, keep having to say, well, we're, we're going to announce it at some point soon. And... Which which is very frustrating. But it's tonight the night. It's 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 exciting and it's lovely. And I have to say, you know, this the, the whole industry as an indie, from from our perspective, is 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 wonderful. It's great. You know, it's it's compared to you know what it used to be when when you had the the publishers and the retailers and everybody fighting. And it's just great to be sort of master of your own destiny. Um, are you going to be master of your own destiny and announce your game tonight, Charles? <laughs> Is that Anne? Yes, hello. <laughs> hello, Anne. <laughs> Answer a question, Charles. Yeah, Charles. Uh, n- 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 and, and, do you know, I, I, I am looking forward to um, announcing it on One Life Left. <laughs> but, but it's not quite the right time. Oh. Sorry to be a wuss. Can you tell us what colour it is? It's it's a kind of purple colour hmm. with a, a little bit of orange thrown. I was going to say it could have a lot um, of if you know if we were looking at today, could be a lot of orange, could there? <laughs> it, do you know? Do you know? Uh, to change the subject, I was walking back. I was walking through town today. I was walking through town today, and the sun looked like the world was about to end. And Didn't I thought it? of Broken Sword too, which is a really sad thing to admit, but honestly. <laughs> It felt like the world was coming to an end because the sun was about to die. And then I looked it up on BBC News and it's the blooming uh, Olivia or whatever her name is. It's Storm Olivia, isn't it? And It is. And it's fact, the tail end of the um, hurricane. Ophelia, I think it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were bringing, this, bringing the sound up. It was, Ophelia. Ophelia. It, it was quite spectacular beneath that sky wasn't it it really was did you did, did you have an orange did you have an orange we really well? did yeah we really did it did change to a different it went to a gray though <laughs> it's sort of a it was sort of a steel color down in there i thought the world was going to end right well thank goodness it didn't otherwise we wouldn't yeah. know what your next I, I, game honestly... was going to be would we <laughs> 
<laughs> thank goodness it didn't. Thank goodness it didn't. What have you, you know? And Simon, also, thank goodness you gave me plenty of warning that you were going to phone me up. <laughs> and I mean, thank, thank, thanks very much. It's and, just a shame know, it's not on video. You're a really good mate. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been playing at the moment, Charles? <laughs> what games are you are you enjoying? <sighs> Do you know what? what? Do you know what? Do you know what? I'm going to admit to a game that I thought I was going to dislike, but I really liked, and that is Thimbleweed Park. Okay. Um, uh... I, I thought I was going to dislike it because I, 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 I feel that those retro adventure games don't generally work. But Thimbleweed Park was very knowing. Um, it, it went a little bit too much. It, it was a bit too self-knowing in its reference to, you know, oh, this is pixelated and this is that. But beyond that, I thought the whole thing just had the charm. You remember, you remember how charming something like Dare the Tentacle was? And it really was. It was wonderful. And in many ways, often you can go back and you can look at the animations. And, and they, they are spectacular. And, and it's because it's pixelated. I think what they've done really well is sort of captured that charm, which of a lot of adventure games that look back haven't managed to do. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's 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 tricky with those, I think, um, because... Are you going to throw me off now for saying the wrong thing? Not at all, no. Um, we respect everybody's opinion here, Charles. But um, it, um, those games, when you <laughs> when you go back and play them now, they didn't have the sort of logic that, for which your games are, are famous for, um, apart from that one puzzle. But uh, they, um, having, to, <laughs> having, to try a, having to try something on something in order to progress forward uh, was very much of its moment and that's i haven't played thimbleweed park but i understand that it's uh, actually um kate uh who who uh who you know um <laughs> said that when she was playing a wonderful it, she, kate yeah. she, she felt like um she felt like she was a human puppet in that she was just uh get, getting a little further then having to go on ign and repeating what someone else had written because there didn't seem to be too much logic to it did you but did you find that or um, if I am terribly, terribly honest, which I suppose I have to be, <laughs> I played with my, my daughter, Kira, who, who's lovely, and, and, and what we did is we played it together. Okay. And she got frustrated when I didn't see the, the solution, and she's been brought up. She is now 25, and she has just played every adventure game and still loves them. And what we did is we played it together, and... Um, and and so perhaps now now I come to think of it, perhaps those frustrating puzzles that I would have got tripped up on, she solved. Right. I, I don't know, but, but, but between us, we just really enjoyed playing it. Good. What were you playing it on? Did you play it on Switch or on PC? And iPad. iPad. I didn't know it was out on the iPad. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Good. I think we played it on iPad. Yeah, yeah, we played it on iPad. I think we played it on iPad. Um, but yes, yeah, so so that was the last game. Um, it's it's basically Christmas is the time when I catch up with 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 uh, all the games because um, you know that that's when it, it's 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 really important, isn't it, as game developers that we get a really really wide range of games. So for, it, it's really games, you know, like like her story, like all, all those games from the end of last year and the beginning of this year. And then it all kind of goes quiet while we try and write our own games. Right. And then, then we really enjoy playing games. One of the things I, I, I have noticed, though, is that I've been watching a lot of films recently. And obviously, a great film is a great film. But so many of them have inconsistencies, deus ex machina moments, that 
we would not accept in a game. And I am now absolutely convinced that the requirement for a story in a game is much harsher than it is in a film. And the reason is because, obviously, in, in a game, you are expecting the player to work to progress the narrative, whereas clearly in a film, which is, is linear, it, it kind of washes over you. And, 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 and I'm now beginning to enjoy films less, unless they're spectacularly good, in which case I absolutely love them. Because I'm sitting there picking holes in the logic and saying, well, actually, the character under this circumstance wouldn't do this. Or, hang on, this doesn't make sense because previously this has happened. And I think I'm being cursed with judging film stories in, in as harshly as one would judge a game story. And particularly the endings where at the, at, at the end of any story, it's... It's the culmination of all of the elements coming together. And if you have a weak ending, it's basically because the rest of it, even if you propped it up with nice ideas, didn't quite work. And there are so many films that just have weak endings. Maybe I'm ranting. No, I'm sorry. no, I'm just I'm thinking ranting. maybe you should do something about it. Once you've, finished, once you've announced and finished your next game, would you ever consider making a film? Do you know the, the funny? The funny. The funny thing is, um, and Simon, as you know, my my mother wrote a book, but neither you nor I are very good readers. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but she 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 wrote a, wrote a book about the Belgian Congo because um, and forgive me because I do tell the same anecdotes again and again, but uh, I'm going to tell the same anecdote yet again. But but basically, in 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 1961, I believe it was um, the the Belgian the, the Congo had been under Belgian rule under King Leopold and he was um he was awful um he, he was a sadist and did the most appalling things and ultimately the Congo won its independence and in the very very early 60s uh, Patrice Lumumba became the president and was assassinated by the CIA now it took uh, 10 15 20 years for this to come out but I guess to the to the Africans to the Congolese it was obvious what had happened and this um, revolution took place where the, 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 the young, they call themselves the Simba, which, of course, is a young lion, rose up. Anyway, my mother and father and I happened to be absolutely in the heart of darkness in, in, in up the Congo, up the River Congo in 1963, when I was 1963, 1964. And so in 1964, this terrible um, revolution spread through through the Congo, based on this fury at the, the, the West's assassination of the uh, appointed leader. And in, in a place called um, Elisabetta, which was on the other side, I think it was in French, Congo, rather than Belgian Congo, they took all the, they, they, they arrived and they lined all the whites up and they just shot them. And this sent a panic through the, um, through the big companies, Unilever, my father was working for Unilever, and they tried to evacuate everybody. But my mother was about to give birth to my sister and they evacuated her to the, to, to the, to the, to the equator and left her there for a day. And I mean, thankfully, she didn't give birth until she had been airlifted back to um, Leopoldville, which was the, con the, the capital. Um, but, but my father, because um, the, the, the men were working in the oil nut plantations and the Africans were not, not going to be paid if the men left, refused to let the men leave. So you have this extraordinary story, which um, my mother wrote, and she's in the process of thinking about turning it into a film. Wow. And 
Um, I'm very privileged to be on the board or have been on the board of the BFI. And, and so I get involved. To, uh, I get invited to the London Film Festival, which ended last night and was wonderful, as it always is. And um, again, between you and me, don't tell anybody I said this. I, I sit there rather jealously when people stand up at the front and, you know, talk about their films. And I think how wonderful it would be to, you know, be involved in a film, either the game, a film of a game or which, of course, you know, something that we've talked about many times mm-hmm. for, 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 for Broken Sword or, or, or maybe even Beneath the Steel Sky. Um, or, or, or indeed something from, from you, you know, my mother's writing these various scripts. Um, so uh, I don't know why I'm kind of going off no, on the... No, on the it's like this, I mean, I would, like, I would like nothing more than that film to end with the voiceover of you being called on your night off by us <laughs> as the credits roll. <laughs> if, if that's what the film's about, fast forward to... A, However, however many years and Absolutely. that's yeah good yeah but, but but simon i mean you know what the, there are many things that are exciting in life but being called you or my by you uh, <laughs> and Anne on my night off and steve, steve, steve here. Hi. Um, i am here steve <laughs> ah, and steve you know being, being called by the three of you on my night off there's, there's there are very very few things that would give me more pleasure excellent well the reason that we're both spoken apart is because from, neither of us are the from, houses of commons isn't it we're not it's, we're, so we, we aren't at the at the uk westminster reception <laughs> so i did send that email this morning that i was just that you and i were discussing and sam got back to me and said actually one life left should have broadcast from there and i thought God. High risk. High, High risk. risk. High rewards. I'm very oh. angry at the moment. <laughs> would have done. Maybe next time. Oh, my God. That would be brilliant. Well, well. We I think that? we'd only be yeah, asked once. Well, that's okay. It's better than once. would only be asked And, and you, you know the way that the, you know, the, the, the sort of riverboat men don't do very good jokes? There was a very good one. He said, Guy Fawkes was the last man who entered Parliament with honest intent. And um, it's, it's very difficult to, to, to disagree with, with that in many ways. <laughs> so we'll see you there. Um, we'll, so we'll see you there next year, you, then, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll tell you what you should do is you should broadcast deep, deep, deep beneath it in 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 um, in, in, in in the caverns that Guy Fawkes once filled with guy, that gunpowder. <laughs> I'm sure they would let us down there, Charles. <laughs> but I'm absolutely the, certain of it. <laughs> but do you know? Do you know who busted Guy Fawkes? No. Mario. Robert Cecil. Robert Whoa. Cecil was one. Um, my, oh, there you go. There you go. Wow. It's all going around. It's all circular. It's all connected. <laughs> so, so, so when you were down that, if, when we're all doing One Life Left, which if I have the privilege of being invited, I would love to do. Um, <laughs> but when we're all down there, if there were any machinations, you know, you know, he'd have to sort of step in, despite his, you know, best um, best endeavours um, to, to, to the contrary, and, and actually stop anything too sinister happening. I have to say, but um, no, it was Robert Cecil, wow. who may or may not have been um, a, a relation of mine, who who actually it, 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 it was very clever because, obviously, as you well know, um, Henry VIII, of course. Um, uh, the Church of England became became um, well. Sorry, that the, the official religion became the Church of England, um, and and then his daughter Mary, who was um, Catherine of Aragon's daughter, turned it back to Catholicism, and then his his second daughter Elizabeth turned it back to Protestantism, and so it was really going backwards and forwards between Protestantism and Catholicism, and there, there was a lot of um, 
uncertainty. And I think what Robert Cecil did brilliantly in the way that Erdogan did in Turkey, um, you know, last year um, is clearly knew what was going on, but encouraged it on the basis that the further you let it go down the line, the more credibility you'll have when you stop it. So in the way that Erdogan clearly knew what was going on and has used the 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 the, um, the, the, the uprising in um, in Turkey to his advantage to undermine the um, I was talking to my Turkish barber about this, which is why it's on my mind. Charles, Charles, do you know anything about League of Legends? Of Ataturk. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe that's why Resonance has let us broadcast for 11 years. <laughs> the longer you let it go on, <laughs> the, more, uh, the, uh, the more impact you have when you stop it. Charles, thank you so much for coming on the show, for being on the show, for picking the phone up. It said that you were offline and we were going to have to leave you a voicemail. So this was an unexpected treat uh, for us and for you, I'd imagine. Well, it's, it's lovely. It's lovely to speak to you, and um, I, I really hope that I'll have the pleasure or, or the honour of being invited back. Yes, coming down to when your you announce your next and, game, and whatever that may be. Talking directly, please, please do invite me back. Hundred percent, will. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your night off. Thanks very much. Okay. Bye, guys. See Cheers. You later. Bye. Bye. Hello, I'm Sega Badawi. And welcome to One Life Left, local news. A local boy has been rescued after nearly coming a cropper in a fishing incident. The young chap, a cartoony blonde kid called Link, was fishing around the sea trying to fill in the missing bits of his map. This incredibly long and slightly boring task involved chatting to fish who then gave him info about certain locations on the map. Link heard a rumour that it was good luck to kiss a fish after getting your first cartographical data from a sea creature and foolishly puckered up. The fish got very upset at this and threw some seaweed into Link's mouth, which Link started to choke on. Luckily, Beedle was about on his ship and quickly pulled the seaweed out. Link soon recovered by opening a jar that he had trapped a fairy in, which is apparently a good thing to do. Strange things happen in Hyrule. Thanks and back to your usual programming. I was not looking at my inbox this afternoon okay. and then came back to it. We've got loads of letters. Loads. Loads. Well done. Uh, Anne, do you want to go first? I do. Hi, team. Uh, if many games nowadays are rehashing ideas from previous games, can you pinpoint an era in which the most original ideas in games emerged? Or are games still gradually improving and therefore are we looking back with rose tinted glasses? Love the show. Lawrence. It's a good question, isn't it? So um, there were it, it's it's difficult to say because uh, people used, were making games to ser to serve different purposes in mm. the olden days. Originally, they were designed to take your money off you, Anne. 
What? I know. Now you can just get them off uh, off the internet. Well, for free. Yeah, they were they were uh, designed to extract your ten p's from you. Uh, I think to a point that we're always looking back with very tinted glasses, but for me, I felt there was certainly a surge in creativity around the shift from two D to three D because we were exploring, you know, literally a new perspective, but that offered opportunities that we didn't have before. And I think the sort of the years after that, the sort of PlayStation, early PlayStation 2, Dreamcast era, seems to me to be like pretty fertile ground for weird things. It may just be as well that I was playing a lot of Japanese games back then. The Japanese gaming industry was still strong. So yeah, sort of 2000s. But I think it, you know, ebbs and flows. And... I don't think VR is quite there yet, but I think when it is, and perhaps Oculus Go is part of this, when it hits a mass market point when we can start exploring those gameplay uh, things, interesting games there, potentially that's going to be good too. Yeah, I think that it's it sort of depends on hardware, technology, and how people use those. Uh, and also I think it depends on your life, because it's all completely subjective. Hi team, a possible guest, guests or absent friends of the show. Don't know if you noticed, but the sky changed colour today. Hmm. No shame in not knowing about that. It was pretty quiet and no one really mentioned it much. But I saw it and I found it oddly disconcerting, which made me wonder what games have you ever played that genuinely made you feel odd, uneasy, discombobulated. Toodles, Jamie. Jamie first. Thank you, Jamie. Um, well, going back to VR, I played, exactly. <laughs> I played, uh, there's, there's that bad uneasy sensation yes, in VR when, I don't know, there's, I've got a quite a bad skiing game that I sometimes show people for it, but you go very, very fast and then suddenly you'll go into something and stop, but you don't actually, you know, you've not, you're not moving and that's very upsetting. F-Zero GX, when I played the VR port of that, I felt absolutely fine and then suddenly felt incredibly ill um, and then was sick. So those are two sort of examples of that. Mine was Scavenger on the VR World's demo disc, which I I couldn't get on with. It just made me feel really, Mm. really queasy and as did Resident Evil 7 for other reasons. I don't know about unsettling settings, yeah. though. I think... Um, Resident Evil 7, when you sat around the dinner table and right. comes and finds you a stick of fork in you. That, uh, So, What Remains of Edith Finch was one, but there's the other, the other one that I can't remember the name of, where you start off on the train track and you walk, and there's the houses, and there's, like, a chair. Vanishing of Ethan Carter. That one. Not played it. No. But I was there with your description. Thank you. I'm on the pop uh, quiz team. Yeah. <laughs> Good. And you're earning your place. That one made me feel very weird at times. Very, very weird. Dear team, and I'm guessing no SSG. Wow. wow. How wrong you were. Yeah, wrong. The SST. The SEist? Yes. SEist. SEist of G's. Not the SS. That would be a different type of guest. I spent five and a half hours last week completing the ruinous paperclips game, probably destroying my phone's battery life in the process. I knew it was wrong, but I couldn't stop myself, and on completing it, it felt like a brief flutter of relief masquerading as happiness before ending up feeling a bit hollow, 7 out of 10. When was the last time a video game compelled you to devote yourself to it like a hamster on a wheel? For me, it was a dark room. On reflection, I think I fell into exactly the same trap with paperclips. Help, Chris Conroy. I didn't play this. I saw you tweet about it, young Steve. And yes. um, I, I did then click on it. Yeah. And then I, I couldn't be bothered to wait for it to load. So I, uh, <laughs> so I shut it. I am very vulnerable to those sort of clicker games. I think the last one that went this big was uh, Candy... Candyman, was it? Or something. Know. It was a candy. You make 
candy and suddenly you're making billions of candy. And they're just clicking. You just click on things and you make more and more numbers go up. And I am, uh, like, just, I don't know, my personality type falls for them every time. And I, like... Uh, Chris lost five hours to it, completed it, and then felt nothing but relief as I closed the window. Uh, so there's that. That's my answer to the question. Before that, I remember, well, a long time ago, fa- falling victim to Final Fantasy Tactics on the Game Boy Advance, or oh, I can't remember which format it was, and then finishing it and thinking, that was garbage. <laughs> like, And I'd put 120 hours into it or something, just thinking... I. I was doing nothing other than grinding and getting better and then grinding and getting better. No challenge, no reward. Like, yeah, sometimes it happens to me. Uh, We were talking about curiosity earlier, and Mm -hmm. I think that's one that did it for me. I tapped that box so frequently and for so such long periods of time and then just went, the box hasn't got that much smaller. And then someone else, like, I would have drawn a nice picture and then someone else came and did another drawing over the top of it and it just felt like a complete waste and I didn't even win. And even if I had have won, what would I have won anyway? Right, Nothing. I tell you what, you're not playing uh, Picross while you're doing the radio show this week. I know, it's because I'm disciplined and also I'm really stuck on a bit. And you I knew were I'd... disciplined last week. Yeah, well, I've learned it in the... You've learned discipline yeah. in the week or yeah. is it because you're stuck? It's because I'm really stuck. I, I downloaded that nonogram thing, which yeah. I was enjoying until it started randomly sending me notifications telling me how it was missing me and looking forward to seeing me again so I uninstalled really? it no, fair huh. enough I uninstalled it mine hasn't done that well mine has I'm sorry to hear that well, maybe, maybe you, you were playing it more box? frequently than Did me you the wrong box I don't know I just got rid of it yeah. okay. and you've got one more letter one more hello team hello SSG yes uh, with South Park's the fractured but whole coming out tomorrow I was thinking about comedy games I laugh a lot playing Overcooked or Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes or Space Team and they are definitely games made with humour but they don't seem like comedy games I feel like the last game I played that felt like its job was to make me laugh was probably made by LucasArts what am I missing what great comedy games have there been Pip Pip Robert they're different, uh, different examples of comedy games, though. They're all team-based, aren't they? Yeah, There's... so I think that you find the comedy outside of the game. Where, okay. When is the comedy coming from inside, inside the game. game? I've got an answer. Go on, oh, this. Go on, then. Thanks for coming it, on. So, no problem. I suppose it slightly crosses over into the reviews section of the show. Oh, maybe uh, Because it's a game that I've been playing this week. In fact, let's save it for the reviews section. Okay. Is that it for letters? That's it. Okay, well, let me find a piece of music <laughs> to play. Bank seven on one life left. Uh, we all just <laughs> finished coughed. suddenly. That yeah. <laughs> suddenly that uh, uh, we had a bit of a coughing fit. Uh, hence the urgency to find the uh, music. It's fine. Simon was just doing a hardware review of what? the little uh, 
like ring thing that he's attached to his phone so that he can both um, prop it up and watch TV on it and put his finger through it when he's taking a photo on a high up, uh, a high up when thing. He's high up place. Uh, this I got this from Unite in Copenhagen. Uh, and Steve, uh, we, we were umming and ahhing. Yeah, Samsung. Thank you very much, Samsung. Other other ones of these are available. Are they? We, yeah, they are from Amazon. Yeah, oh, about okay. four pounds. Um, Steve and I ummed and ahhed. I was like, should I put this on? And then he's like, oh, I said, I'm not going to. I, I didn't um and ah. I said, no. I just rolled my eyes a bit. Said, no. I'd much rather get this tattooed on my laptop. Yeah, which we did. Yeah. Um, but I did put it on, and I'm very glad I did, yeah, because you can just, like, you just yeah. do that. Whatever yeah. you want to watch Question, question time. time. which I don't. Right. <laughs> but still, if you ever did. I'd be able to watch it like that. Good. Let's do reviews while uh, our voices hold up, if we can. Okay, so I was playing Steam games the other day. Oh, yeah. Uh, with my students trying to find it some interesting things. Is that what counts play. as education these days? Nope, this is, uh, some Steam this games. is after hours on Tuesday nights. Well, I'm not going to do it tomorrow because I'm going to see Blade Runner. Oh, which oh. one? The new one? The new one. Oh, I saw the old one on Sunday. Yes. Good. Say hi to her for me. I will do. So, uh, found a game called Press X to Not Die. Have you heard of it? It rings a bell, but I can't say that I'm familiar with it. It did to me too, but I don't... I think it just sounds like other games. Uh, it's a very, very simple branching adventure game uh, which uses video, like a Mega CD game might do or something. And it is sort of weirdly charming. If you described it to me, I think I would say it sounds annoying. It's certainly very bad acting and in quite a knowing way. And a stupid script which follows like a, you know, a zombie invasion or something. And then you go to a, 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 a lab and you fight people. And then occasionally you have to do quick time event style stuff. So you might see a guy go punch and it'll say press X to avoid punch. You quickly have to hit X. And then depending on whether you make it or not, you get a different reaction. But it was half an hour long. It cost, I think, £1.49. Um, and it was funny. It made me la laugh out loud, like, a few times just because of absurdity and because some of the lines were quite well delivered. And sometimes it was too much and sometimes it was a bit stupid adolescent humour. But well, I think all of it was adolescent humour. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes a bit too much. But it was, it was good. For £1.49, it was totally... Think it was so much. It was totally worth it, and uh, it was really nice that you could go through an experience in half an hour and then go, "Yeah, that was not too long. It didn't outstay its welcome." Um, made me laugh, so seven out of ten. Great. I thought of another funny one. Go on. Uh, Behold the Kickmen. Um, we yep. actually l lolled. At Definitely that lolled at that quite a few times. Not very good at playing the game. Liked the funnies. Dan Marshall will appreciate the mention in about seven or eight weeks' time when he goes around to listening to the Keep podcast. running. Keep running, Dan. <clears throat> what have you been playing, Anne? Uh, obviously, I've been playing more P-Cross and I've got stuck on something because turns out I couldn't finish the second half of it in the week because it just gets harder. Um, and I'm a little bit stuck. Still excellent. Very good at doing the filling in and the numbers. Seven out of ten. Uh, I also played Simon... Flame and the Flood. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm glad you did that, Anne. Yeah, I did. Um, so, it's, it's The Flame. The Flame in, in The, the Flood. flood. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is a survival game down a river uh, where you go down a river on a little craft and you can stop off at different places and get different things to survive. You can have a little sleep. You can pick up things to make food with. You can make a little fire. Uh, you, If you scratch yourself or hurt yourself... 
which you are probably going to do if you're me. Got to watch out for things on the ground, yeah. haven't you? Oh, and bites. Oh, ow. Ooh. Uh, you can make a bandage, so it's fine. You can look after yourself. You can look after yourself, Simon. Okay. Unless you stop looking after yourself when you drown. Right. Um, and then you die, and then you have to start again. You don't have to start again, do you, of course? Because uh, you could do it in Endless? Well, no. Um, if you uh, So the game saves whenever you dock, whenever yeah. you sleep, yeah. or um, whenever you um, transition from one area to another. Oh. Sounds to me like you're still quite early on in the, mm-hmm. in the game. So I believe that there are ten areas. I've not got to the end of it myself. Yeah. But whenever you trans, you're transitioning from one area to another. Um, if you're not playing endless mode and you're playing it on, I was playing survival. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can um, you can always go back to that checkpoint and you can pick any of those checkpoints okay. to restart at. So it's not as unforgiving as no. that. Uh, but I definitely could see that I had made I had made some mistakes. There were things that I would do differently. So luckily, that's I can do them differently. Um, but yeah, it's like it's very easy to get into it and it's very fun. Oh. And the thing I really liked about it was it's very beautiful and then thunder and lightning <laughs> happens and it is phenomenally beautiful. Like, it looks... It doesn't look like it should be on... It doesn't look like it should be a video game. Were you equipped or were you ill-equipped when the thunder and lightning came? <laughs> ill-equipped. Obviously. Obviously. What did you think of the music? Oh, I played it on silent. Did you? Yeah, because I was playing it on the tune. No! The music's... A, the, the big thing has got an original soundtrack by, by Chuck Reagan. Oh. It's, it's stunning. Well, you know, I'm still giving That's it 7 out of 10 without to listening to the, to the music. Imagine. Imagine what happens when I switch the sound on. Uh, yeah, very, very fun. 7 out of 10 will survive again. What I like about it... I, so I, I struggle with these, with these games. Uh, Don't Starve uh, being the prime example of that. I was excited to get it on Vita couldn't do anything died immediately um the core loop in the flame of the flood which i must admit is published by the company that i work for um and they've never given me any food <laughs> they've not given me we do get cans of drink we can sort of help ourselves <laughs> to um the the core loop with it is is that if you so if you do die and restart mm. um Right at the beginning of the game, the dog, you can yeah. have a boy or a girl, it, it grabs a bag yeah. and it brings it to you. Yeah. What it does if you die, it, is it grabs the bag of your dead body. So if you're just about... <laughs> no, adorable. No. Well, but you can use that to your advantage. Yeah. So if you've got seven flints, for example, Ooh. you're about to die, shove it in your bag along with an extra water filter and it gives you a slight head start mm. on your next run. Yeah. Um... I so we've uh, we, we've been publishing this since the beginning of the year on PlayStation, um, but it's perfect for the Switch for me. I have to be careful, obviously. But um, I've I've been playing it all weekend as well. It's absolutely breathtaking, yeah. and I'm on to area five, I think. You think the thunder and lightning's beautiful? You wait until you see some of the animals that come out down Aww. down river. Um, yeah, and it's now it's now you, so you know when you sort of accidentally walk into a bramble, it goes ring. You're now now in your something like that now. Yeah things are coming out at night and it's oh, getting no. really really quite uh, quite tense but yeah absolutely I'm loving it loving yeah. it I had to learn very quickly to uh, let go like I was like oh no but I know that there's something really good up there that I need to go I need to go back and get it get yeah go. don't stop everything keep going down the river yeah don't forget your uh, cattails they're the most valuable thing in the in the world Steve don't forget your I've not played it yet because I'm still knee deep in Harvest Moon okay Fair seven out of ten mm. no good have so, you been playing something? Sorry? Yeah, uh, Flame of Flood. Oh, yeah, okay. I, and obviously I can't review it. Seven out of ten, but it is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Good. There we go. Done. Two minutes early. Well done, us.
Uh, Any other business? Marek, it was great last Friday. Well done to everyone who came to well Naughty's Night. Next one is on... I've forgotten. 10th of November? 10th of November. 10th of November. And... We need to do something about putting Christmas tickets on sale soon yeah. for our Christmas party, which you're not going to be able I to won't go be to. Out, no. I won't. Uh, but we'll send you a present anyway. Uh, will we? No. Yeah, it sounds like you will. Yeah, so yes, yes. Yeah. We'll give you. You can get a projector. We'll give you all the <laughs> leftover Steam codes we have uh, from whoever donates those. Uh, so we will be having a party on the eighth of December yeah. as well. Tenth of November, eighth of December, twenty fifth th- of December, and then bust. Don't know anything about 2018 yet. Yeah, we haven't had our meeting, have we, where we decide those dates? No. Might just have an email instead. <sighs> Probably be easier. True, we could do. Uh, any other business? I think that's it. We're into the to the meat of the release schedule now, aren't we? Well, Lots of games coming out. Mario's next yeah. week. Is it? Well, it's not this week, it's next week. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Yep. How's that arrived I so know. quickly? Then L.A. Noir, Skyrim, Star stuffed. Wars, Battlefront You're not getting involved in L.A. Noir. I will do. I will Why do. Why are you doing that? Because I'm a switch <laughs> idiot. You are. Swidiot. Exactly. <laughs> well, no, I was just... Because I was like, oh, I should probably Google just to make sure I can still uh, pre-order Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, one of my Google searches is Mario's nipples. There we so, go. Fair enough. There we go. Can you still pre-order You Mario can, yeah. Odyssey. It's down to forty one ninety nine today, digitally. I, I won't be buying it digitally because I want no. to share it with my family. But uh, I, I want a box. Yeah. Good. I want it digi- digitally. We think I'll just digital. throw away anything else <laughs> flying around. That's true. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Uh, very good. We will be back next Monday. I think we'll be back next Monday. Yeah, yeah we will. Oh, I need a holiday. Make, two weeks on Monday. Make sure you're busy, Charles. Good. See you okay, next time. Bye. See you. See you. Bye. <laughs>